0: It's called wokeness, and it's a plague. A plague that places tyranny before freedom, criminality over virtue, and hate over love. It's a plague that threatens what millions have died for. Victory at all costs. Victory in spite of all terror. Victory however long and hard the road may be. We will fight it. We will defeat it we will eradicate it. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing The Least Woke Man in America. Are you tired of climate clowns, gender Nazis, and metaphobes? Well, then you've come to the right place. Hello, everyone. I am the Least Woke Man in America, leader of the Never Woke Nation, a group of people fighting against the gunless, abortion-filled, crime-ridden, high-tax, out-of-control dump the American left is trying to create in the United States of America, and as I always, as I always say, excuse me, we could see miniature versions of that. All over this country, unfortunately. In New York, Philadelphia, LA, San Francisco, Chicago. Bedlam. Just depressing hellholes where the inmates are running the asylum, good people aren't safe, good people are restricted, and the criminals are laughing. That's why this is so important. A lot of times, you know, back in the uh, 20 years ago or so when I was younger, there was a saying that came about. Politics is the new entertainment. And even though I've always followed politics, and even though I like entertainment and like to be entertaining, that always kind of made me cringe a little bit, because politics is not always entertainment. In politics, people are creating laws and making decisions and policies that affect our day-to-day life. And frankly, I think when people start to say politics is the new entertainment, that's a society, of a sign of a society where things are going pretty well. Because, if you think about it, if you're in an economic depression, you don't think of politics as entertainment. It's pretty important at that point. If you live in a very oppressed, authoritarian country, a real one, not the fake one the American left talks about, Trump and his supporters creating here in America, then politics is not entertainment. And politics, if you care about, it's nothing to do with politics, like I tell people. It's about caring about people, it's caring about your country because effectively you're deciding the people and laws that affect day-to-day life. And sometimes we need our cage rattled, like we see right now with inflation, with crime out of control, etc. With the world uh, on the verge of nuclear war, then maybe this thing called politics and these things called elections are more important than we originally realized. They are not entertainment. They affect us. They're not the only part of life. That is certainly true. It's one of the few things I disagreed with the late, great Charles Krauthammer. One time he said, politics is a moat around the castle that protects it. There's some truth to that, but I still think a person in a country's spiritual life is the ultimate moat. And God knows we're not doing very well in that direction either. So I want to talk about inflation right now. What I find amusing is that um you know the left refers to what a lot of us believe was a very dishonest not well-run fraudulent election in 2020 and so they call that the big lie that anything that even relates to joe biden winning the race falls under the big lie you know it was perfectly fine for them to create a fake russian collusion narrative that led to a fake impeachment trial while at the same time suppressing real stories about joe biden his crackhead prostitute loving son's laptop all at the same time that had a of course if you look at as i've said before some of the margins and some of the most important states in the election and absolutely had an influence on swing states before you get into dominion and algorithms and mail-in voting which of course you know the mail-in voting that jimmy carter was always against as he observed elections in third world countries. So before you get into Dominion, before you get into mail-in voting, before you get into water pipes bursting in Atlanta, Georgia, a massive fake story being propagated while a massive important story being completely suppressed kind of affected that election. But wait a second, that's considered the big lie. Well, if that's the big, big, the big lie, the big, 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 big lie was transitory inflation the word transitory inflation and it's a a punchline at this point and because you know it was so egregious I had to look up I thought to myself when did that first start because it seems like we've all been laughing about this uh, for a while now originally we weren't allowed to laugh about it like a lot of things were not allowed to because it was involved Jerome Powell he said it the Federal Reserve chair at the time and more importantly Janet Yellen the first female treasury secretary with her incredible resume and she was the formal federal reserve chairman so we weren't even allowed to mock or question just like we couldn't question the election you can't question the vaccine we couldn't question transitory inflation because the great madam janet yellen supported it so if anything um it was a really a testimony to how important common sense is more than anything else in economics common sense is most important when your government is permitting money per, printing money out of control and people aren't working you're going to have inflation i knew this because i'm out and about during the day uh during the week talking to middle class working class people the type of people the yellens the krugmans the steve leismans the jim cramers all make fun of and i and the general consensus was we're gonna have terrible inflation. They can't just create money like this. These are law-abiding, responsible people, you know, the type of people that woke left hates because their life exudes honesty and truth, which is the real reason they can't stand them. And I thought to myself, my God, that's incredible. And you got average per- people, a lot of them went to college, can see inflation coming, yet we're being told it's transitory inflation by the brightest and smartest among us. I mean, this now a year later, inflation is at 8% plus, it hasn't slowed down so this transitory thing i mean it is the equivalent of uh the forecast cloudy with chances sprinkles the next thing you know, you look up and the freaking roof is off your house it wasn't even close so you're better off saying those are very dark clouds right there i don't care what madam janet yellen and all her beautiful economic accolades are telling me there is a bad storm coming and a lot of people to their credit saw that storm so the big lie was nice and cute, and frankly, it wasn't even a lie. They're the ones who created the lie. Suppressing a story and creating a fake story makes them the liars. But now we are all, all trapped. We actually could say the fruit of the real lie, as far as the, the manipulation of the election, let Joe Biden win, who, of course, chose Janet Yellen. Now we are all trapped in the big, big, big lie and the fruits of that lie, which are now becoming more apparent. I'll be right back for the the next segment. Okay, and as I said in the previous segment, so we are now trapped in the fruits of the big, big, big lie, which started with the fraudulent election. Now we have an incompetent quack as a president and a a treasury secretary, and we are trapped in the worst inflation in 40 years, which, by the way, is not slowing down. The reason I know that is because wholesale inflation recently came out this week. is still high, and there's a lag time. Wholesale inflation is what businesses buy products at. So if it's still high right now, like many of the honest experts, the few that you can possibly find, um, real inflation, consumer inflation, is easily going to go into the first half of next year and so it's a terrible situation and I really think that a lot of middle-class people working-class people even upper middle-class people had strategies to deal with this at first I really believe that because if you think about how much things have gone up in price a lot of people I believe just by driving smarter uh, combining all their driving uh much more being more disciplined about it put it that way buying generic brands eating out less doing less recreational things, etc., buying less clothes in a lot of ways. And some raises, a lot of people have received raises, even though the raises have been three, 4%, 5%. Inflation has been 8%. Some people have cut back in a lot of things. And next thing you know, your quality of life isn't as good, but it's a wash money-wise. But I just wonder how long all that can go on. The other thing to think about is that because of the big, big, big lie, the critical period of time, early, 2022 this year when interest rates should have been going up they weren't at all I don't have it I'm sorry I should have it but I don't The when Jerome Powell and the Federal Reserve did their first interest rate increase but I believe it was this summer early summer and that now they have to they have done the biggest as Muhammad al says front-loaded interest rates increase in history Put it this way, the 30 year fixed mortgage in this country has gone from 3.02% to 7.92%, or excuse me, 6.92% in 12 months. Folks, that is crazy. That is absolutely crazy. That is like dropping an anvil. Remember on Looney Tunes, dropping the anvil on the coyote? That is like dropping the anvil on the real estate and housing industry. If you go to get a mortgage, a friend of mine sent me a statistic. I wish I had it but oh it's almost 70% a mortgage payment right now for a similar house of a same price same house same price the payment this year after that interest rate increase is like 70 to 80% higher so that's either going to make people pay less for the homes or if they do buy the home at that price I mean, thinking about the effect it has on discretionary income, less ability to buy cars, vacations, et cetera. So I don't know, but it's a mess. And, and, And the way markets work as far as companies and supplies and pricing, it's just such a radical shock to the system. And it didn't have to be that way. But when you are like the Biden administration and nothing starts with reality, nothing, everything starts with utopia, ego, wokeness, and just bullshit. It's like, nothing is real. So like Janet Yellen, that what was most important was she was Madam Yellen, the first treasury secretary, not the fact that she's completely incompetent. That was priority numero uno. And here we are now the most critical period to raise the interest rates got squandered. And now it's this radical draconian increase, which is going to completely screw us over the next six months, mark my words. So we have that problem. Like I said, the middle-class working-class strategies, only goes so far. And the other part, it's a psychological part too, to component to this. Of course, I say inflation turns us into a bunch of animals. It really does. Everybody's cranky. Uh, people become a little more cutthroat with their pricing. Uh, people get more cutthroat as far as what money they spend, which is just human nature. People have bills to pay, etc. Look at the statistics that have come out as far as the number of people who are behind on their utility bills is in the tens of millions. And then the the bigger problem is the preschool brain Democrats will turn that into it's the utility company's fault. They're all making billions and billions. Never mind the fact that most stock stocks of utility companies are owned by pension funds, employees of the utility companies, mutual funds, people are retired. And you never, ever hear that part, whether it's oil companies, pharmaceutical companies, You'd never hear that part of who actually owns the stock. And of course, that means who is actually getting the profits. So they will, of course, turn it into, it's the utility company's fault, but that's a side note. But the bottom line is it's getting ugly out there. And there's a tough part of it because the people who are working the hardest in a country where it's such a deeply embedded part of the culture, to do the right thing and you'll get ahead of the American dream and next thing you know your government the more you and that's wokeness the harder you work the more you do the right thing the bigger the joke you are because you're not getting ahead not only you're not getting ahead you're subsidizing 18 freeloaders who absolutely could care less about all of it and so what is solution numero uno what's the election year the elections that are coming up that's the and I mean, you can take the cynical, bitter attitude, oh, the vote don't count, it's gonna be fraudulent. If you want to go that route and be cynical, then the country is over. But as of right now, the number one solution is the elections. And even in states, well, let's be honest, um, the Republican candidates are not performing too well. Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania, Herschel Walker, et cetera. They've had some problems, uh, Walker's personal problems. Dr. Oz has just been a lackluster candidate in general but we have to win the election to create an asbestos at least an asbestos to block the leftist energy utopia which i will come and talk about in the next segment what which is just a beyond a boat anchor at this point it's one thing to be a boat anchor to slow things down which the democrats have always done but this is an outright nuclear bomb inside the economy, which must be stopped. So that has to be the focus. For right now, the reality of the situation is there is no spigot, magical government spigot, to shut this inflation off. Anybody that tells you that is just as dishonest as the idiots who came up with the term transitory inflation, period. So all we can do right now is focus on the elections. Volunteer if you have to, to. donate money if you can. You have to create asbestos against this lunacy That is taking place in the white house and in congress but we can at least kill the congressional part if we follow through on that i'll be back with the next segment okay welcome back everybody i am the least woke man in america so as i mentioned in the first couple segments you have what the democrats call the big lie which is us questioning the 2020 election which i can't even talk about with a straight face because they spent tens of millions of dollars creating it, trying to create a link between Trump and a foreign power. By the way, have you seen this stuff that's coming out with, uh, the Durham investigation and now it's even worse than we thought as far as the, the steel dossier and how the FBI was really pushing the steel dossier to be used, even though people in the FBI knew it was a joke. So you have the steel dossier, the fake Russia story, while at the same time suppressing, remember the extension of the suppression, Shutting down people's social media accounts if they mention Hunter Biden. So they call that the, but they call it the big lie if you and I question the 2020 election, which I said led to Joe Biden being president. And now we are trapped in the big, big, big lie, which was transitory inflation, as it was called by Janet Yellen and Jerome Powell, which, what, which. Stop them because they had to go along with that BS story they were telling themselves. I don't know if they were telling themselves or not. They might actually knew the truth, which makes it even more sick and twisted. So they did not increase rates in the spring like they should have, which has led to the greatest increase in interest rates um in a short period of time in American history, which is going to crash our economy. So this is a big mess you and I are paying the price for. Now on top of all that, and that's where I'm gonna go into this right now, is the embarrassing Biden energy and oil situation. Have you thought through how many things that are taking place all at the same time being managed by this goof troop in the White House? Um, You have a war taking place in Europe between Ukraine and one of the world's biggest oil producers. So that, it, that, and that oil producer, that, and natural gas producer is threatening to shut the spigot off to Europe, which is obviously a huge part of the free democratic world, a big part of the global economy. I don't need to tell you all this. So you have the possibility of not, or Europe not getting the energy that it needs. And the Biden administration knows that. And At the same time, they are restricting U.S. oil production. And don't let any crazy leftists tell you any different. I have had so many online toxic chihuahua trolls try to tell me, especially if you mention Keystone, oh my God, it's like a demon when they see an exorcist when you mention that Keystone pipeline, as if that little minute pipeline, it's a big pipe, but it's minuscule in the grand scheme of things. I've heard great is not going to affect U.S. energy production. You wouldn't believe the stuff I've heard. And then there's the lease. The lease lie. Remember I said way back in the summer, Biden gave a press conference talking about who's going to make oil companies lease land from the U.S. government? Well, the truth is, the U.S. government can lease all the land it wants. They lease land to the companies and then turn down the permits when they go to actually pull the oil out of the ground on the lease. It's taking place every day. As I mentioned in the previous podcast, they wouldn't even let the Navajo Indians lease land out for natural gas production. So this is a mess. So at the same time, you have them restricting our supply. You have them, uh, but we, at the same time, they still know Europe eats oil and they're pulling from our strategic reserve. I just read that Biden is pulling, planning to pulling another 185 million barrels. Have you ever wondered how big this strategic reserve is? I mean, this, this strategic reserve, I feel like it might even be under my house. Like, it, like they say it's in Texas. I feel like the whole country might have the strategic reserve underneath it based on the size of this freaking thing. So, and it it's also been lowered by 40%. So we might be on the verge of nuclear war One of our biggest enemies is at war, who is also an oil producer. Some of our strongest allies might have the energy spigot shut off while Joe Biden is decreasing domestic production and using our reserves. And that's not the worst part. Now they've alienated the Saudis also, who are the world's biggest oil producer. Do you remember Donald Trump, the first... Um, international trip Donald Trump took was not to Russia, not to Israel, not to England. You thought it would have been Russia since they're the one that made him president. Remember Putin's puppet? He went to Saudi Arabia and the media went nuts because you remember the Saudi prince bin Salman, I think his name is, killed the reporter, uh, Yil Khashoggi. So they were all tense. But then he, some some of them thought, well, the Crown Prince is a psychopath, and Trump's a psychopath, so this all must make sense. It's not that Trump, like people all over this country, and that's why Trump liked him, so people liked him so much, which they call them deplorables, because they're so psychologically detached from people who actually start with this thing I'm about to mention. Reality. Donald Trump understood reality. The reality of the situation is this entire planet runs on oil. So if there's a psychopath who's a major oil producer, it's not fun, it's not nice, but you got to be nice to them because the entire world runs on it. And despite their green utopia, green Nazi nonsense, it's not going to change overnight. Is it going to change in decades? Yes. It's not going to change overnight. Trump knew all that. Now you have Joe Biden, who he makes up for in a lack of character and brains. He overcompensates with ego dementia and senility so he gets in and you you see the discordant the only word I can come up with is discordant it is just all over the place and I don't even know where you begin at this point now that they really have alienated the Saudis and the Saudis could have been a great weapon as far as dealing with Russia but now it's gone the opposite now the Saudis are getting closer to Russia and so you could not have screwed this up Worse. I mean, we are talking about the chessboard from hell right now. He was handing a good chessboard, but now we are talking about the chessboard from hell. And again, it all starts with an utter disdain for reality. Whether it's creating money out of thin air, whether it's loving criminals, whether it's uh going after law-abiding citizens, or just thinking because of philosophies because what they the world the way you world want it to be and what they teach at Ivy League schools and what Al Gore has prophesized for 20 years that you completely neglect and have no respect for the world's most important resource I mean even this summer Biden has no respect for our domestic production but at the same time he's begging the Saudis for oil none of it has made any sense and that's why I have talked about the green utopian hell that they are trying to create in this country. So, um I don't know where it goes from here. I, I don't even know where you begin. They're saying now that the Saudi relationship uh they Biden it has alienated them so much, which is amazing because remember Trump was the guy, the baboon who was going to be just a reckless idiot when it came to foreign policy, even though he ended wars, killed the Kosami, the, the uranium Iranian general without any repercussions against us brought down oil prices, but now, now the adults were in charge, the ones who really understand the way the world works. And it is utter chaos out there. So um, I don't know what's gonna take place. I stack, you know, the the gas prices are going to go up um, within the next week or two. They've said that because of these cuts from OPEC, which is just stunning that this idiot is going to have gas prices go up as the recession the economy is going down do you know how how hard you have to work to make something like that happen so that's the gist of it but again it comes back to the elections we at least have to get to these elections uh to quarantine this situation or i don't know what what's going to take place and focus on 2024 that's all we can do right now from a political standpoint right and continue to express what the, how insane all this is, whether it's the kids with the gender mutilation as I have talked about, whether it's the fighting against guns, whether it's the criminalizing good people while worshiping criminals at the same time. As I mentioned before on my social media stuff, that's why I create cover with this thing because there's so many people out there. Have you seen that the, uh, that no, it's crazy. Uh, applications to Ivy League business schools are collapsing. I just saw that today because people are waking up. They realize they, they can't speak it out loud because there's always some 600-pound, purple-haired uh, mutant hiding somewhere, whether it's in office or in their family or whatever, so they keep it to themselves. Because the Histronic group can't handle truth without some explosion. But everybody knows it's wrong. It's insane. It has to start with our expression for the time being, while we're still allowed to do it, and for the upcoming elections. Well, that's this week's podcast, I hope everybody enjoyed it. Until next time, I am the least woke man in America.